listening to KYMN, Northfield, Minnesota. It's 21 minutes past 7 o'clock. We have sunshine, but uh, cool temps. It's not really warming up much. It's going down. 23 is our temp right now. Joining us, though, we do have a special guest in our uh, studios, and that is Cheryl Hall, who is the uh, Director of Special Services for the Northfield School District. Cheryl? Thank you so much for coming in today. You're welcome, and thank you for the opportunity to talk about special services. Let's talk about that. Uh, First of all, what are special services, uh, at least according to the Northfield School District? What does your job encompass? Right. Well, it encompasses mainly special education services, birth through age 21 for all students in the the district, boundaries with uh, special needs. And then we also cover uh, 504, uh, students with uh, disabilities that are not under the um, special education umbrella, but under the um, ADA, under 504, um, they might have a special special disability or a a medical diagnosis, and they need accommodations only for for accessing general education. Mm -hmm. And then it also covers um, nursing, uh, our nursing services and our nursing. Um, we have seven nurses that, that cover the district. And then also uh, I have Title I under my um, under under my my supervision. And then uh, and that's uh, students that are at risk of having learning uh, issues. And then also I um, cover uh, ADSIS, which is alternative delivery of intervention of um, intervention services, so it's an intervention program, and then I also, um, you know, in the in the past two years, have been covering COVID nineteen as the coordinator for the district, um, and um, other things that that kind of come up under under all those things. Boy, it, it sounds like <laughs> you have uh, plenty of things to do <laughs> throughout yes, the course of a day. A lot of things going on. Yes. Let's let's talk about that. First of all, how many how many students are we talking here within the Northfield School District fall under the special services? Um, for special education, it's about 688 students. And then if you look at the students that have um, disabling conditions that would fall under 504, that's an additional about 350 students across the district. Wow, you're talking about approximately 25% of the students? Uh... Well, when you're, when you're talking about special education, we are, we are at a, about the state average, which is between 15 and 16% of our student population that is school age. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What are some of the challenges in 2022 that, uh, and not just this year, but I mean modern day era, that have, uh, I guess, uh, arisen over the course of, uh, well, your, your time within special services? Right over the, I've been in special services for over 20 years, and uh, during that time, um, I would say just the intensity of some of the um, services that are needed to meet the the needs of all of our students on a wide spectrum of of um, disabilities or the you know the continuum of services that we we provide, um, increasing needs and behavioral and mental health um, is also probably a, a concern. Yeah, I would uh, if you look at just uh, the um, the students that you serve. I'm sure there's a wide level, a uh, very level of abilities, of interests, of ages, actually, and you know, different. Uh, I guess just needs that the uh, students have. Boy, that's got to be even within like one grade class. You probably have quite a few different. Uh, children have different needs in that time. Tell us about that. Yes, yes, it can be very challenging. Um, but there are there are, um, from very mild mild disabilities that 
where you know a student under a 504 is served just through accommodations within the general ed classroom just needs a little more time needs someone to remind them of of, of uh, you know the task at hand or, or a redirection and then you have to the more significantly disabled student who uh, might have uh, severe intellectual or physical disabilities and uh, meeting those needs with um, assistive communication devices and um, other assistive uh, medical and other kinds of devices that help them to access their education and learn. And so it, it's varied. It's very varied. Without the uh, the government is uh, kind enough to give you mandates, but uh, <laughs> as far as the money goes, you're pretty much <laughs> each school district is kind of on their own. You have a lot of unfunded mandates. And I know that school districts have uh, collaborated within the area, within the county and within southern Minnesota to maybe help provide some of those services and spread the cost out a little bit more. Over your time, uh, last 22 years, as you had mentioned, what has what have you seen the school district through in that time? Wow. Um, so over the time period that I've, I've served the district and the surrounding area, uh, we have started a cooperative that uh, serves multiple districts, serves four districts. That's our Cannon Valley Special Education Cooperative. I was part of uh, developing that program um, that is housed out of Fairbolt. Um, that serves our most uh, significantly disabled students that have a severe behavioral mental health and, and um, some uh, so students on the autism spectrum that are not able to be served in our, in our schools. Um, and also our 18 to 21 program transition step program, which is an excellent program that, that we've developed. So um, those kinds of services, you know, coming together across four districts to provide that level of service that wasn't available uh, readily available to our students in in the area um, for many years, and we had to go outside of our districts to find those services, and those that became harder and harder over time. And so, coming together to provide that level of service has been so important, and that has helped um, us all in the five in a five five region district. All right. Cheryl Hall is with us once again with Northfield Public Schools. She's the director of special services uh, for Northfield. How long has that that uh, collaboration been going on? It's been a few years now. It's been about seven years. Seven years. Mm -hmm. Wow. Uh, as far as the uh, we talked a little bit about and uh, uh, Superintendent Hillman has brought this up a couple of times on more than <laughs> one occasion that uh, it's the mandates that the government hands down with, without the money attached to that. What, you know, from your inside view, what would you like to see either from the federal government in general, or I guess more specifically from the state government uh, in the, who's uh, in legislative session right now? Uh, what are some of the things that they could do to to help, uh, you know, offset uh, the impacts, the financial impact that some of these services have? Jeff, this is really an important topic, um, and it has been for many years. IDEA, the federal law, has not been fully funded. Fully funded means 40% of the cost would be funded by the, fun the, by the federal government. Uh, and that has then drastically impacted what we can do at the state level. And so uh, funding special education even at the state level is an important um, piece to meet all of our mandates. And, and, and it affects all of our districts across the whole state, uh, not only Northfield. And if, if special education were funded and we... Um, we're to able to uh, fund the cross-subsidy, which is the portion that local 
dollars have to cover uh, for special education funds, uh, we would be in a better place um, with our, our funding of, of all of our general ed programs. And so that balance, we are obligated to meet those mandates, and it's critical that we do, right, and that we serve this population of students. Um, and, and it doesn't diminish what we need to do for those students. It, it's just that it would be good um, for the state, especially at this time with the surplus that we do have, that, that they would step forward and help school districts. This would not help only students with disabilities, but it would help all students um, that we serve. You had mentioned, kind of answered, I guess, my next question about the uh, mandates. In, in that is, um, are those mandates, if you take out the money part, are, are they fair? Are they right? Uh, is the government doing the right thing, you know, in theory, hey, we need to have this for every student or for these students? Do you feel that those are right, the mandates? I do. I do, because I, I believe that uh, it is imperative for us to be able to offer a free, appropriate public education to our students to allow them to um, meet their their potentials, no matter who they are and, and what their abilities are, that we have the opportunity to help to develop inde as independent as possible adults that become a part of our society, that are added adding um, to our society no matter where they are or what they're doing um, and I think that is an important piece I think that's a moral imperative that we that we are meeting that and I and that comes from a very close um, place in my heart because I grew up with a, a brother who had intellectual and developmental disabilities and so um, knowing where we came from historically to where we are now um, you know, from sending um, individuals like my brother to a state hospital and warehousing to living in the community in an inclusive environment is so, so important. I think your brother probably would be proud of you as you were named the uh, 2022 Minnesota Administrators Special Education Director of the Year. Congratulations. Yes, thank you. It's quite an honor. I'm, I'm very honored and humbled by that opportunity to well, have that award. Well, it seems uh, richly deserved, according to all all the people I've talked to. Uh, it, it seems to be very richly deserved. Thank you. I want to talk to you about the future. Uh, these, the the uh, school district has gone through um, uh, a demographic study about where are there going to be five, ten years from now. We have fewer students. Uh, overall, in general, funding is going to need to be changed a little bit. What about the special education portion of that and special services? Have you had a chance to sort through some of that information yet? Absolutely. We are an uh, integral part of the process, the priority-based budget process in the district, and, and uh, so we are a part of every department, of course, um, and we because we reach across the whole the whole district with all of our services so that's been an important important part of our our discussion um, part of the mandates is that we must meet compliance with um, the amount of special education funds that we use locally um, state and locally um, to fund special education that there's a, a piece called maintenance of effort we have to spend the same amount from year to year so we can only decrease that amount if say our student numbers go down or if there's a, a program that's ending or students with um, significant needs that might be leaving the district and no longer need the intensity of services that would cost more money 
Um, and so if, if we can meet that, we can lower our costs in special education. If we don't, we, um, there are some financial burdens on the district go ongoing that we, that we have to incur, uh, which is actually not helpful to the district. So it's important for us to maintain our effort uh, and provide the special ed services at the same level from year to year. Now, Northfield has gone through this uh, you know, uh, demographic survey, uh, but you are involved with other districts as well. Uh, what, four or five others did you mention? Yes. yes. Uh, have they all gone through that? Do you have a good idea of what the, the district as a whole will be going through? Or I should say the region as a whole will be going through. Well, it really varies from district to district and the size of the district and, and what's happening with with um, students coming in and out of, of districts. You know, your enrollment is, is so important. It's key. Uh, Fairbolt has been, you know, that's been a struggle for Fairbolt for many years is uh, declining enrollment and, and, and having to do cuts. So, um, you know, we're, no, we're, we're very similar to other mm -hmm. districts across the state. All right. Cheryl Hall, will there, is there anything else you'd like to uh, mention while we have you on the year about uh, Northfield's uh, special services? I just would like to mention that we are so lucky to have the individuals that serve our students across, across the district. Um, they are just exceptional. Um, and I can't say enough about the services that they provide and uh, their willingness to l continuously learn and and grow and um, develop um, actually, I think, uh, state-led kind of, uh, of programming for our students. So I'm, I'm just, I, I can't be more thrilled to lead such a phenomenal group of people. You're doing a wonderful job. Thank you so much for coming in. Congratulations on the recognition that you've uh, recently received, and we wish you the best of luck going uh, going into the future. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. That is uh, Northfield School District Director of Special Services, Cheryl Hall. You're listening to 95.1 FM and AM 1080, KYMN Northfield.